All right, so here we are, man. Another episode, another week. We getting to it. Session board podcast. This, this, uh, this, this week's topic. We're gonna go with this right here. We're gonna do should NBA players sit out the remainder of the season as a means to protest. Now, this has been a, a trending topic. I know Stephen A. They talk about it a lot on first take. They talk about it on Get Up. Some players have been very outspoken about this and believe that didn't resume the NBA season at the end of July because they think it'll take away from the progress that we've made in terms of uh, equality, systemic racism, injustice, everything like that. They believe that it's going to be fraction kind of take away um, from it and we'll start backpedaling rather than moving forward. Now, I know Steven Jackson has been an advocate for this, Kyrie Irving, uh, Dwight Howard. I think Avery Bradley has been one of the players that have been speaking out about this. Uh, and they truly believe that, in all honesty, NBA players shouldn't even really be worried about playing basketball at a time like this. So I'm going to go ahead and let Reef start this off. off bro. What you think? Uh, thank you, Joe. So honestly, I'm, I'm pretty torn about this, this, this whole ordeal that's going on um, for two reasons. One being that I understand where Kyrie and everybody else that supports him is coming from. Um, I think that sports, and that's a deeper combo to have, but I think that sports in itself has become very um, appealing and and beneficial to the white supremacy and and um, and the incorrectiveness of the of our country today um, because of the people who fund it and you know things of that nature. And I believe that overall, that it would have an impact on the distraction when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, we already see a lot of people. Um, trailing off when it comes to this trend. And I talked about this earlier when we talked about um, when, the, when this initially started, how a lot of people would start to fall off and it would be a trend. You know what I mean? Everyone would look at a social, a Black Lives Matter social media trend. And I feel like the NBA coming back would play into that. But at the same time too, you have to also understand that a lot of the people that are playing the NBA aren't a Kyrie Irving, aren't a LeBron James, aren't a Kevin Durant. People that could go, you know, couple a whole rest of the summer without playing basketball not getting a salary they could do that because they had different ways to get money anyway anyways what about the younger players who weren't a first round draft pick you know what i'm saying or some of the older players who are playing on a one-year contract that are making you know one or two million a year they're going to be in a more you know hard position and and i feel like that's one of the major reasons that they're trying to get back just every other job that you see in America, people are trying to bring it back because at the end of the day, people are going to need their money, you know? And so we also have to think about that as well. And not only that, but that also will bring a lot more attention on the people who have a say in what's going on. So right now, LeBron James is playing right now in the playoffs, and he decides to speak out before the game. They do, like, a huge ESPN introduction of him before the game, and it's about Black Lives Matter. That could be very impactful, you know what I mean? So, so, so seeing the NBA come back because of the – who are leading the pack of it could be beneficial when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. But that's how that's my view on it. I'm very torn. I don't know where I want to sit on this this debate. So it's funny. It's funny say. that you say that. That you're very torn because I actually feel the same exact way. Like I don't know whether to not play or whether to play. Reason being, they play as you were stating. The NBA is a big platform, so if they go and they do play. As you were saying before, for the games, they can make 
like speeches and announcements on how to feel about the Black Lives Matter movement. But then again, because it's such a big platform, you lose focus on what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm very torn on, I really don't know which side I'm favoring more, but if I had to pick one, I'm probably gonna go with not, not finishing off this season. I'm probably gonna go with, let's just continue to fight for our justice for, for the black people. And also the NBA is predominantly black. About 80% of the players is black. So if all of those players in the NBA, you know, chime in and um, fighting for justice using the platform of the NBA, but not actually playing, you feel me? I feel like they can, they can really do something with that. Nah, I, um, you, both of you brought a great, you know what I'm saying? And I agree with both of you. And um, in terms of, you know, kind of being torn in the middle because it's, it's almost, it's, it's not necessarily lose-lose, but you don't really, you don't want to be on the wrong side of, of history, as, as a lot of them will put it. So a lot of them are kind of skeptical on how they should go about doing this. Now, like Reed pointed out, uh, we got to remember that it's not just uh, entertainment. And I think a lot of the times that's what we just look at sports as because we forget that these are actually people's jobs. You know, sometimes it's kind of, unreal that you got that you believe that somebody is out there dribbling the ball again paid to do that or playing football and getting paid to do that so it's very easy to forget the reality of it actually being someone's career someone's occupation so like he said there are a lot of um players out there who aren't on the same status as the who aren't on the same status as who don't even have that chance to sustain um the life they have without getting the paycheck and they may not have the necessary means different means of income that a LeBron or a Kyrie or Kevin Durant would have. So they kind of, they need this because they need to get paid. And if we use in that same logic, if that's the case, then no black should go to work because it'll take away from the, uh, the movement that they're trying to um, uh, 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 work for because um, this is affecting all black people, but you're going to go to work because you have and that's the same thing for them. They're going to go to work because they have to, you see what I'm saying? They got bills and everything to pay like that. Uh, just as just as everybody else do. So I think that people realize that, you know, this is still their job. And they're just looking at it as entertainment. And like both of you said, this is a huge platform. Like, there are going to be people who tune in to the rest of this NBA season. You think that people aren't going to watch the Lakers versus Clippers or Lakers versus Bucks? Absolutely. They're definitely going to tune into those games. And with that being said, that's a perfect opportunity for LeBron, for Kyrie, for Kawhi. Um, for Paul George, speak up on the issues that are weighing on the heart and also to, to broadcast the things they're doing to bring about change. So I think that they could absolutely use that because there are a lot of people who are going to tune in. You're going to have an audience and you're going to be able to get your message out here. And I think playing will not only allow you to get that message, but, you know, like I said earlier, it's also an occupation. You need to get that paycheck as well. And um, I also want also want to uh, bring up the fact that I don't think it'll necessarily be a distraction, you know, because as long as you have the mission in your mind and you continue to reiterate that mission, then you're going to continue to pursue it. And I think that's the number one thing that they will do. This is an issue that's going to go away after a couple of weeks. This is going to be a reoccurring thing and it's going to, it's going to be a process to take steps in order to get the, the goal that you want to achieve. And for it to be a distraction, that doesn't necessarily be the case. Yes, 
we won't always be focused on the killings or the violence that we've had been seeing in these past couple of weeks. Um, but I don't think it necessarily be a complete distraction. Um, one thing I will say is I feel like there are other options in which the players can make a stance for their, you know, th- that what they believe in. And what, by that, I mean, like, you know, it's similar to what I was talking about with um, the episode we did two weeks ago about how a lot of people are just protesting or posting and then going home and doing nothing about it, right? right. I feel like the same thing would apply to this. You know, you sit here and be like, I'm not playing because I want us to have a more focus on what's going on. But what about the people that play into the the, the evil in America that don't care if you don't play or not? You know what I mean? Right. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure a lot of these people who have this notion are probably going to get even more mad at the African-Americans who are making, you know, money halt even more. Some people may have a lot of investments or stuff into the NBA. It might make things worse, right? I think that a more effective idea that can make the players a better, you know, part of this is to start endorsing political and people, political, um, like, nominees and people of power. Yeah. And by that, I mean, like, so, for example, if you're, if you're one of the players in the Chicago Bulls and you see that a person of African-American or any politician who's running for power, who sees the views that you you support and supports them as well, you go out there and publicly state that you're supporting this person. You do a commercial with them. You know what I mean? I don't think, of, I don't think our athletes do that enough when it comes to political atmosphere. And it's because they're taught to, as LeBron would say, shut up and dribble. I feel like they're, like, they're scared of the backlash that they would receive. But I think they also have to realize that public leaders and people that the amount of people that influence as well. You know what I mean? If if, if LeBron James goes out and um, endorses, uh, you know, a, a certain person from Akron, Ohio, that's running for for state senator. You know what I mean? And people in Akron, Ohio, who don't like that person, starts to get mad at LeBron for doing that. How much is that really impacting LeBron's status? You know what I mean? LeBron's still going to be a multimillionaire. He's still going to be the person doing all these endorsement deals and things like that. And any supporting the cause that makes sense is in, in, in human morale makes sense, you know? So I think that's what players need to start focusing on more. Or even if it's you investing into black new black businesses coming up, you know what I mean? Start to put stuff, people in this place, in the positions that need to be put. And I feel like athletes have a lot of power when it comes to being able to do that. I definitely, I definitely, definitely, definitely agree with um, Sharif. And I definitely see um, Sia's point in, the NBA being the platform for them, you know, expressing how they feel and everything like that. But also, I feel, because I did take the stand on them setting out this season, I feel like those players like the LeBron James and the Kyrie Irvings and the Kevin Durant, even if they don't play, their impact will still be felt even if they are not dribbling up and down the court. You know what I'm saying? So even if they was to sit out the rest of the season, but still, you know, Keep in mind, like, the things they would say before the game, they would say naturally on the internet. People will follow what they are saying. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily feel like they have to dribble the ball in order to get their point across. Because even though a lot of people will tune in, like, don't get me wrong, if the NBA season comes back, a lot of people will tune in. But a lot of people also will tune in even if they weren't on the court. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but at the same time, too, it forces people to see certain things. For example... If you're, if you're social, if, you have to realize that social media, your social media is built off of what you want to see. People don't realize that. It's not the things that you are exploring to come and see. It's what you want to see. Yeah. If you look at all the posts that you, you see on a daily basis, 
the memes, everything like that is stuff that you like. That's why you follow certain people. That's why you like certain things. You know what I mean? So a person that is a right-winged, racist guy from wherever the country mm-hmm. that follows all that type of atmosphere isn't going to see LeBron James post something on IGTV. You know what I'm saying? Or see Undisputed's post on IGTV. Hey. But that same guy is going to watch the Lakers versus the Bucks on ESPN hey. at 8.30. Hey. You see what I'm saying? Hey. He ain't going to miss that. He ain't going to miss that. But he'll miss LeBron posting. He don't really care mm-hmm. about that. You see what I'm saying? So if we do something with that, it's going to force them to mm-hmm. okay, okay. have some this stuff. I, you know what I'm saying? And then on top of it, too, like I said, like, people are going to need, like Josiah means people are going to need this job. They're going to need the money that they need. You know what I mean? But like you said, it's, they don't have to only use dribbling to get their point across. They can, but they can use their assistance. And then going back to what I was saying even before then about endorsing politicians and stuff like that, they play and they have a uh, – let's say you're watching an NBA game. Next thing you know, you see a commercial for – LeBron James and Bush and da 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 from Cleveland, Ohio, vote for him. That's big. I, like, you know what I'm saying? That's big. People yeah. were coming at Jordan for not doing that in the 80s, in the 90s. Players you see doing yeah. that. They came at Jordan for not doing it, but what other players do you see doing that? You don't see players out here endorsing politicians, endorsing state senators, endorsing, you know, they don't, they, they, they might out there and publicly voice how they feel, but what are they really doing in the streets? You know what I'm saying? In the, in the certain parts that need to be changed. So that's my. T- on it. I don't really think, yeah, I, now that I'm talking about it, I personally would probably lean more to the NBA season going. Um, but it just depends on what they do with the NBA season going. You know what I'm saying? Not to just play basketball. Yeah. I think, nah, nah, you swaying my, my thoughts. I think, I think that's, that's the main thing, though. We've like that last part to finish off is what you do within the season is what really matters. You see what I'm saying? Man? With everything you said, because. Earlier, when you get out there and you're playing and you're resuming the season, you have an audience. So it's the perfect time to get your message out there. Now, it may not always necessarily mean uh, the stance that you take, but it also can mean the things that you are doing in your community to get going. Like, like, like you said, when you when you see players post on social media and everything like that, the only ones who see it is their following. Now, if I'm a Mavericks fan, I'm not always going to see what LeBron's tweeting. I'm not always going to see what Paul George is tweeting. But if the Mavs play the Lakers and I hear LeBron say something pre-game, I got I'm, I'm tuned in already. You know, I'm listening to what he's saying, and it kind of forces me to really take in because I'm going to watch his game, so I'm gonna have to uh, uh, see what he has to say just so I can get to the game. And it's it's a perfect opportunity for you to get right. your out there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's for you to promote the change that you're doing, and uh, I think it's, it's it can it can extension of social media like what you do already um so i completely agree with the points that we bring up and again these are individuals that we are talking about everybody isn't as breaded as lebron as katie as kyrie there's like he said they're players on a one-year contract on a veteran minimum um so they're going to need this season to resume because just like everybody else they still have as well and like you said it's about what you do within the season that matters well, so the things you're doing in your community, the crime built the school, um, you know, I'm, and, and he endorsed uh, uh, Hillary, I'm pretty sure, president. So it's, it's, it's those type of actions that we're really looking for rather than just playing ball. Big facts. Big facts. I also, I also feel um, as if 
we also have to start talking about the NFL too. Um, the NFL is another big behemoth. I personally, this is just a, this is just a, like a, a sidebar, obviously, because we're talking about the NBA. But since the NFL is another major sports comp, I'm going to talk about that too. What they did, like with the whole, like, you know, we support protests and everything now and correcting themselves. And they did the videos with the montage of the different players and stuff. I completely 100% support it, 100%. My thing is, what y'all going to do for Cap, though? Right. I feel like Cap in this whole thing had just been overlooked. But he was, like, the first one. Not, not the first one, but in our generation, I feel like when it came to someone with a title, he was the one that was like, all right, we got to start doing something about this police brutality thing. You know what I'm saying? When he stood up about it, everyone was talking about it, but not to this extent. He was the only one that was taking it to this extent. He was willing to risk his job for it. You know, so I feel like he has to be brought up now too, and reparations for him. That's just me. I think that he might not be old. He might be too old to get in NFL now. I don't know for sure. But yeah, he, I, I feel like something has to be done about him. With you, with you bringing that up, um, they talked about him on first take today. He actually has a tryout lined up with the LA Chargers sometime uh, this summer. So. They are, they are going to give him a shot at a workout. You know, they're going to make sure that he can actually still be able to play um, at the level of the NFL, you know, requires because he's been away for the game for four years. So that's a, that's mm-hmm. a lot of time off when we talk about uh, playing in, in professional leagues. So they actually are going to give him a shot. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think that it should just be based on the stand – that he took when he was playing. I think that if you're going to pick him up, don't just do it because you feel bad for not defending him when he did it. Pick him up because you think that he's right for your team and he can actually help your franchise. You see what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you just – but if you if you just doing it for the sake of you just giving him a job just because um, he was blackballed, then I, I, in my opinion, I, kinda, I think you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Honestly – I don't think that would be a wrong reason. You, you, you got to think about it. As much as every team is an individual team, the NFL in itself is an entire entity, right? And the NFL got to market itself as a upstanding, righteous industry. Otherwise, they're not going to make money. People aren't going to fund them, right? Some team got to pick them up, and it don't, it don't matter. It it don't matter which team if it fits them or not. But at the end of the day, for for the benefit of the entire NFL, somebody got to pick them up. Someone gotta take that L, even if they, even if he's not, you know, fit your 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 spot or not. Someone gotta take that L, bro. Someone, because at the end of the day, people are gonna start asking questions. Someone gonna be like, "What's up with Cat? What's going on with Cat?" I I definitely understand where Reef is coming from, but then again, I do like Sia's point because if you just picking him up just because you feel bad for him, then you're not really doing him any justice. You know what I'm saying? You just picking him up just just say just because just say, we him up. Yeah, exactly. You're not doing him no justice. But see, but see, the thing is, though, I'd understand all that if he was a very, like, you know, a specific type of quarterback, you know, like, let's say he was like a Tom Brady and it was like, oh, like he, like he wouldn't be able to fit in like a speedy offense and stuff like that. You know, I, I would understand that. But I feel like Cap, before he left, we don't know what he is now, but I feel like before he left, he could have fit in a multifaceted yeah, offense. He could have right. run, run in the ball downfield. You know what I'm saying? He got all the attributes to make a quarterback really good. He just didn't get the length and career to have to show. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like right now, what team can really sit here, unless you already had a solidified, like, quarterback, what team can really sit here and be like, we can't use Cap? And that's the main problem. 
The main problem about what happened with Cap is not because, oh, people were dubbing him because he wasn't – he was taking a knee. The main problem was no teams would really sit here and say they couldn't use Cap. Dudes were signing people like Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. Yeah. Cap is not – come on, Cap can play on a team right now be better than at least two, three deep. Yeah, for a fact. If we if we if we really who could play in the league right now we're better than a lot of these two quarterbacks, Cam Newton is the one that we can talk about. But you know that's a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> one Sorry, but I will say, but I will say about Cam though, I will say about Cam though, they in fact hard for teams picking. I know what it is. Is his health, bro? Is his health? And it's is his health plus the fact that because he's so big. And because he has such a demeanor, defensive players are going to have a bounty on his head. They're definitely going to go after him. Right. You've seen it when he was playing. That's the reason why he get injured. Dudes be coming for his head. So it's not going to stop. I personally feel like it's not going to stop. So, nah. like, teams looking at him, like, is it really a good investment to get on a, get a quarterback? Because it's not like you can't, you can't pay him top dollar. Yeah. He, he's good enough. you got to give him the bread. Uh, and it's like, damn, I, that, was it, is it worth the bread? See, see like, taking a chance. Right, right. To that point, yeah, like like you said, just over his physique alone, physique alone, uh, players are just gonna dump for him because you have to. He's he's not an average quarterback. Like you, you need to really bring uh, some heat with you coming to tackle him because he's 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 elusive as well as powerful. And mm-hmm. but 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 to that point, there are a lot of players who took shots at him, unnecessarily shots. Like there was times where he was on the floor getting hit. There was times where he threw the ball was getting hit. You know, for no apparent reason, and and I think that's also what led to him uh, to to him with, with help with help. But but that that plays into that plays into like the whole mantra about his just who he is. Like obviously, the size makes him someone that people would want to hit, like you know, with a little bit more force. But I also think it's not only the size, the way he carry himself, the way he he he's that man, and he, and he knows it. You know what I'm saying? So he walks on the field, he's over here dancing, he's over here smiling, he's over here. You know, life is good for him. Dudes is, you know, dudes, you know, defensive dudes gonna be like, nah, I'm trying to wipe this man's face off his uh, smile off his face. He think everything too sweet. You know what I'm saying? And and we play football, Joe, so we know. You walking around like that on the football field, acting like everything all good. Dude's gonna be like, "Nah, I'm wiping this dude's smile with his face, bro." They try to, they try to degrade his, his personality and his confidence. Because mm-hmm. you know think about it, anybody with that kind of confidence, they're gonna dominate. So, he was dominating. So the more that you try to degrade that, you more you try to plant that into the ground, it's just gonna kill his confidence. But the player that Cam is, it's hard to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I follow I follow him on Instagram for everything. I love Ken. That's my guy, and um, I think <laughs> that your guy. I think that he's gonna come back um a lot more healthy than he has been because he's already been taking a lot of time off. So the main focus that he's had this entire offseason for him has been his health. It's been getting his yeah. together. It's been getting his shoulder together. It's been making sure that he's in the right mental state in order to sustain the pressure and scrutiny that comes with being an NFL QB. And I can see the growth within him, you know, just following him through social media. So I, I think that he, he's in a great state in order to be a team. But I, will say, but I will say I completely agree with you. And I'm just being double advocate because I feel like Cam got to get the too. That dude's a beast. But I will say another thing that plays into it is his age. Dudes forget he's 30. 
Dudes forget, you feel me? And football is not basketball. You be, you be top dollar in basketball at 30. You can't – not a lot of people top dollar in football at 30. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and, – and, and it wouldn't be that bad if he was just a pocket passer. But it's the way he plays. The way he plays at 30 years old, ain't a lot of people doing that out there. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to see. But I do think he's going to do his thing, though. I feel like Cam kind of like – I feel like Cam could have kind of been like – a LeBron James in terms of like freak athlete dominance and stay and staying consistent for a amount of years. Um, yeah. I just didn't happen because of the sport he plays and literally how people were gunning for him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just not his fault. No. But we'll see. Absolutely. Um, but you know, to bring it back to the to the main point of this, of this uh, episode, um, we're gonna see what happens. Uh, NBA players have until I think June twenty fourth to let. Uh, the league know if they plan to participate in the uh, resumption of the season or not. So we're going to see who actually is going to come back and play. I know Carmelo has been on the fence. I, I think LeBron is absolutely going to play. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. And uh, we're just, we're just going to see what happens after that. LeBron, not to cheat over. He knew he was winning one this year. He's like, nah, I'm not missing that. He's like, I'm not missing that. I need myself my fourth one. He need that fourth, baby. OD. OD. <laughs> he need that fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> I say, like, nah. We're going to see. We're going to see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all check yes. out. We are now the podcast, the discussion board podcast. So search us up. We're going to be there. Uh, follow our YouTube channel, DB on Follow us on Instagram at D underscore DB underscore podcast. Man, we're out here. If you have any topics that you want us to talk about, it, let us know. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna discuss it, y'all. So we're gonna see y'all. Yes, sir.